Hi, this is Cassandra, and welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star Channel. Thank you, girls and guys, for joining me today and tonight. And today, I will be talking to you about narcissistic personality that can engage in diabolical tactics designed to pull you down. All right, please mind that description box below for further details to the video. Topics of discussion. How to become Hoover resistant after the discard. Topic number two, the grand design of crazy making by some cluster B personality types are to gaslight others to turn against themselves. Next topic, coming out of the sunken place of psychological and spiritual abuse. Of course, the last topic are the tools, references, and resources of which you can find in the description box below. Please go ahead and send your questions to the email also in the description box below. One of the best methods to ensuring that you become Hoover resistant should be the narcissist or other cluster personality types attempt a successful Hoover is to choose to discover or pardon me to discontinue to be available for their shenanigans. So if the narcissist chooses to attempt a successful Hoover, you might want to go ahead and consider discontinuing to be available or simply, you know, you don't have to put up with the shenanigans. This can be a little hard, especially if your confidence has taken a hit. Okay. So one of the best methods to ensuring that you become Hoover resistant is to make sure that you are not available Okay. And, and again, this can be a little challenging considering emotions and feelings and all of these things that can become, uh, entangled in the relationship. Okay. So narcissists and cluster personality types sometimes will be very charismatic. So it could be a little bit tough to go ahead and cut the cord or to uproot the cause or the root cause for there being a relationship in the first place. Sometimes this is a family situation, okay? So it may not be as easy to go ahead and cut the cord or uproot the uh, root cause of having the relationship in the first place. If there's a third party situation with a narcissist, this can also be the case. It may be a little bit hard to just walk away. Okay, so don't peek, you know, don't beat yourself up for this. But one of the best methods I have found right? To make sure that you can become Hoover resistant is to make sure you're simply not available, especially emotionally available. But this is why it can be a little challenging because we're talking about emotions. We're talking about feelings. Okay. So, um, it's just not that easy sometimes to walk away. All right. Once you dedicate your time and energy into growing, healing, and thriving forward past toxic relationships, you won't have time or energy for the narcissist cocktail of crazy making. Okay. Cause a lot of us, we know about that cocktail of crazy making the shenanigans, the diabolical tactics. Okay. The gossip, all of the smear campaigning, the character assassinations. A lot of us, we know about this. Unfortunately, it can leave wounds. It can leave scars. So be mindful, be cognizant of how the narcissist can sometimes do and or say things that may leave those scars 
Whereas it may have you feeling hopeless. It may have you feeling depressed and feeling like maybe you can never get over the narcissist relationship, yet alone the narcissist, okay? Because narcissists, they do demand people's attentions. Narcissists often don't value being at the center of somebody's heart. They often value or they actually would like to be in the center of other people's minds because once they get the mind, they can get everything else. When a narcissist loses control, they equate that to losing supply. So the first thing they're going to attack is a person's mental or their mind. Unfortunately, where the emotions come in is when a person has invested emotionally in the narcissist, in the narcissist relationship. Right. So uh, very often narcissists, their, their, the functionality of their personality is to go against having a positive relationship in the first place. So it may not seem like they're hurting too much. Okay. At least not emotionally. Sometimes they will simulate expressing an authentic emotion. Simply put, they reenact. Okay. Some narcissists, they reenact some close B personality types, they reenact. Okay. So they may tend to be a little histrionic instead of feeling and or expressing an authentic emotion. Narcissists tend to lack empathy. This is also why they tend to become histrionic from time to time, especially when they're trying to control you and they're trying to pull at your heartstrings in order to control you and get what they want from you. Try to take time out to dedicate time and energy into growing, healing, and thriving forward because narcissists, if they have their way, you're not going to have much of a support base. You're not going to have a much of, of, a, of a life and you're not going to have much of your sanity left. Okay. Let's just be clear about that. So, uh, once you start to choose, um, you know, or make decisions that are better for you and your loved ones, you're going to start seeing some, some differences there. You're going to start seeing some progress. You're going to start seeing how the narcissist may end up having to choose to go elsewhere to obtain supply. But, you know, let's just face it. Often narcissists, they are not going to take no for an answer. When you start showing signs of outgrowing the narcissist relationship, this is a direct hit or a direct threat, if not a challenge to the narcissist's self uh, image or their false self images, which is that from a martyr to a saint to a victim who can't seem to catch a break. So don't be surprised if the narcissist pushes back. Okay. Very often they will because they can't afford to lose supply or control. Narcissists often will calculate or consider what they cannot afford versus what they can afford. If you haven't heard it anywhere else, you've heard it right here on the Luminous Star Channel. And I am speaking from experience being on the receiving end of having narcissist relationships, okay? Of people who are choosing to look out for number one, but for maligning or negative reasons. Okay. I'm here to tell you from experience, narcissists often calculate what they can and cannot afford. And I'm here to tell you, they tend to not be able to afford to lose supply or source supply or control. Okay. So this, this is very often why they will pull shenanigans that will leave people feeling spent, violated, if not played or had. 
Okay, so they are often try to gain at other people's expenses because they see that as control. They see that as the best source of supply, the gift that keeps giving. Okay, so uh, a lot of us are very aware of the cocktail of crazy making that narcissists often, uh, dr you know, dr dream up or they drudge up in order to get the source supply. Okay, so, you know, due to unresolved painful and or traumatic issues, often some people unconsciously reenact those issues in life, especially within relationships. Cluster B personality types function to obtain narcissistic supply when others are provoked to reenact, pardon me, when others are provoked to react with explosive emotion to shenanigans and diabolical tactics. Okay, so what does that look like? Very often, just people in general, we tend to unconsciously reenact what hasn't been resolved in our relationships. This doesn't exclude those who have narcissistic personalities or those who have other cluster B personality types. Okay, so uh, very often what is happening when the cluster B personality type, such as a narcissistic personality, when they are provoking others, to uh, like, say for instance, if they're goading you into an argument or they're goading someone into an argument, very often what's gonna happen is that he or she that is the target of that, they will, re they will react with explosive emotion, okay? Cause shenanigans are being pulled. What are some of those shenanigans and diabolical tactics? Well, it can be smear campaigning. It could be character assassination. It could be setting somebody up for demise or sabotage. Okay. For instance, you may be a person who has a support base. You may offer or invite your narcissist to come with you to one of those sessions. Whew, big mistake, more than likely big mistake, because they're going to probably unconsciously try to dismantle any positive thing you have going. Why? Because that's a direct threat to their false self-image. You can't outshine the narcissist, right? <laughs> the narcissist more than likely is going to be threatened by your showing signs of outgrowing the relationship. So he or she unconsciously, they may try to goat you into an argument. More than likely, this may influence a reaction out of you. So when those times come up where you may slip and you may choose to react instead of responding, just, you know, don't give yourself, don't kick yourself, right? Just be patient with yourself. Please understand and understand that narcissists, even unconsciously, they may set things up, almost making it impossible for others to respond in a positive manner. So they may go people into an argument because they want fuel or control. They want the source supply. So that's how that looks. Unresolved issues, unresolved pain, traumatic issues. Narcissists have these too. Sometimes not, but, but often they do. Okay. So when they're doing this, that is their, you know, when they are provoking others to react with explosive emotion, this is often what's going on. Those shenanigans, the diabolical tactics are often drudged up unconsciously. Sometimes it is on purpose because they want the source supply by any means necessary. Narcissists are not thinking about the cost. They're often salivating over the rewards of what they think they're going to get from the narcissist relationship. 
Okay. So when they're goading you into an argument, that's just another way of saying the narcissist is unconsciously reenacting an unresolved pain or traumatic issue or issues. Okay. So, you know, we all tend to do this from time to time that this is not a ploy to try to get the narcissist off the hook. Um, so I'm just here to tell you from experience that sometimes narcissists, they will try to provoke other people to react with explosive emotion. Okay. Try not to beat yourself up for this. The ultimate goal of cluster personality types are sometimes to drive people to become self-destructive or turn against themselves due to overwhelming despondency or being, you know, feeling very badly about something or down and out or depressed. Okay. Sometimes narcissists, they like the concept or they like the idea that they have the power. Okay. This is how they become delusional. They have the power and or influence to get others to become so downtrodden or down and out or despondent after they have decided to ghost or disappear or discard right? Pulling the rug out from a bundle of someone in order to control him or her. Okay. They often are traumatized beyond repair, but see narcissists, some narcissists, some cluster personality types, they get off on this. They like to see signs that they are not only affecting, but infecting other individuals. Okay. By doing such things, such as, uh, pulling, uh, shenanigans, engaging in diabolical tactics that will leave people feeling violated, if not spent. Very often we feel drained after dealing with narcissists. And I'm just speaking in general here. Okay. Some people, they, uh, they, they, <laughs> they, they know how to deal with narcissists a little bit better than the rest of us. Okay. There are some people who know, and I'm not saying this just so you can feel uh, negative about yourself. I'm just saying that some people, they seem not bothered by narcissists at all. They're not able to get to, they're not able to get to him or her. Why is that? Because that nine out of 10 chances, that person is ignoring them so well that the narcissist, you know, they throw up their arms and they give up and they walk away because that person is practicing emotional discipline. They cannot accept that people can actually live without him or her. They can go on with their life without him or her. Narcissists tend to be the people that can't really grasp that. They can't swallow that pill. Okay. But uh, be, be very aware of how they will go to great lengths in order to obtain their objective. And that is the source supply. Unfortunately, sometimes they become very destructive when they do this and influencing others to become self-destructive as well. When you think about them moving on to new supply, for instance, some people, they're checking the social media pages. They are becoming one who looks like they are obsessed with the narcissist, if not the narcissist relationship. The narcissist has gone ahead and got new supply. Okay. But let me tell you something. A lot of narcissists often have new supply before they discard the current supply. They often do this because they want to make sure that they don't run out of supply. The narcissist is a person who often does not care who is supplying him or her just as long as there are some bodies there to obtain supply from.
their energy bodies at the narcissist's disposal, or they have access to energy bodies in order to plug into and extract the source or the supply that they need. Okay, so, uh, tr you know, try to keep that in mind because a lot of people, once they become emotionally involved with the narcissist, and I don't care if this is a family member, they often lose sight of that. Okay, it's very easy to lose sight of that. And I'm also speaking from experience. So ju just try to keep that in mind. How the ultimate goal of some cluster B personality types are to influence their source suppliers or those that they target for source supply to become self-destructive. Okay, this, this is just giving them another reason to go ahead and make themselves feel better about the shenanigans that they're pulling, the diabolical tactics that they often engage in in order to obtain source supply. Uh, one might conclude that their dealings with some cluster B personality types are the result of a spiritual or psychological um, thing, okay? However, spiritual and psychological uh, misuse might be more accurate, okay? In order to come out of the sunken place, one might need to seriously consider a strong, trustworthy support base, all right? So if you have determined that... Uh, the situation that you're in with a narcissist may be of a spiritual nature or a psychological nature, um, okay. But make sure that whichever, or if it's both, make sure you have a strong, trustworthy support base. And I've done some videos about what uh, consists of a strong support base versus a weak support base. Please check those videos out. Okay, so uh, one might need to consider to be around people that uh, they have found to be trustworthy. So if you know somebody who's trustworthy, um, start with yourself, of course. But if you know somebody who's trustworthy, this is going to be very uh, important here because narcissists are out for self. They will, they will not hesitate to gaslight in order to influence guilt. Narcissists often will do just about anything to throw off their sense of shame, their feelings of shame. Okay, so just don't end, don't underestimate how some cluster B personality types, such as narcissistic personality, will go very far in order to throw off their sense of shame onto others. Okay, so uh, if you have determined that this is a spiritual and or psychological issue, please get a very strong support base to help you thrive forward. Okay, because your healing is very important. Identifying core issues, bonding with others while applying neuro-linguistic programming techniques within your support base might become a real game changer. Dealing with the cluster B personality types dealing with cluster B personality types can bring one's spirit down like a wicked stronghold, okay? Speaking from experience here, there have been times that I felt a little hopeless, okay? So cluster B personality types such as narcissistic personality often desire to sabotage others to live a full life while leaving them downtrodden within a state of despondency. I went over that a little bit in the previous slide. Very often people are feeling down and out, 
depressed. They may even feel hopeless. They may even feel like they've been violated, like, you know, nobody else's business, right? Because of what has gone down in the narcissist relationship with narcissists. Very often people deal with more than one cluster B personality type within a narcissist relationship. However, I'm not going to deny due to personal experience that there are some shenanigans and tactics that he or she can pull that's quite dark. Okay. So the cluster B personality types are often desiring to sabotage others, to live a full life. Why? Probably because of fear. They may fear that the person can actually get along in life without him or her. This bust up, or this is actually something that debunks their psychological thinking when it comes to having a relationship with you or others and or others that they may target for source supply. They have to see themselves, the psychological issue or the psycho, pardon me, not the issue, the psychological image is that the narcissist is number one. They're the best. They're top dog. Okay. Nobody outshines him or her. That is the psychological image they often have. So when you are debunking that simply by being your beautiful self, then they're threatened. Their psychological image has been shaken. It has been busted. It has been shattered. Okay. This is sometimes, this is hard to, to uh, realize, but narcissists often are, you know, holding that psychological image in their heads. Okay. There's, they're holding that, but this is often why when you start to show signs of outgrowing the relationship it's a threat to their false self images. So when you start applying certain tools, such as identifying core issues and applying neuro-linguistic programming techniques, okay, as well as other focus tools, this is very powerful. And the narcissist probably is going to unconsciously try to dismantle any strong support base that they know that you have. This is why some people keep that a secret, not because they're being deceptive, not because they're pushing things up under the rug, not because they are afraid of telling the narcissist anything. No, this is pure, unadulterated survival. That's, that's what this is, okay? It really is. That is what that is. The narcissist will try to dismantle any positive thing that a person has going on. Why? Because this is a clear sign that he or she can live a full life without the narcissist. Okay. So they will unconsciously sometimes, you know, sabotage. They will sabotage people's efforts to do this, to heal, to grow, to thrive forward, to focus on thriving forward. So, uh, you know, just try to keep this in mind because narcissists, one of their worst nightmares is to lose supply. Okay. Tool number one, consider applying neuro-linguistic programming and focused intention techniques to your support base. By discussing these techniques with your mental health care practitioner, you might find that it could be helpful to you. Be, it, be advised that neuro-linguistic programming techniques do not function like cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay, so NLP techniques teaches one how to communicate with the subconscious mind in order to effectively communicate 
what is desired to others. Okay. So uh, in order to have effective communication with others, sometimes you got to go within. Most of the time you got to go within. You got to figure out what it is you want. That way you can, you know, shout it to the world and anyone who's talking, you know, that you're talking to anyone that you're having relationships with, you'll be able to articulate or to uh, give a cohesive narrative of what's going on with you, right? You'll be able to uh, communicate what you, what you need, what you want without being defensive, without putting anyone on the defense. But when it comes down to narcissists, keep in mind, they actually act like they are easily offended. That's usually a ploy. That's usually, that's usually a facade. Okay. They, they putting you on. That's part of their gaslight technique because they're pulling at your heartstrings. They want you to feel so badly about being too rough on them. Right. <laughs> now I'm being a little sarcastic there, but this is often a ploy that narcissists will pull in order to keep people in line that they are obtaining source supply from. So remember, when you are applying neuro-linguistic programming techniques along with focus and tension techniques, this is a very strong aspect of a great support base because this is going to help you to focus on what you need and what you want and being able to what? Communicate that without feeling like you can't. It's very easy for a person to um, become overwhelmed at first, okay? It's going to be scary to start to articulate or to communicate what your needs and your wants are when it comes to relationships in general, whether it's a friendship, a business partnership, okay, a, a family situation, a, a, a romantic situation, your spouse or whoever, right? This is going to be a little bit intimidating at first, but as you start to get the gist of it and you practice this, it's going to be a lot easier for you to do this, right? So consider neuro-linguistic programming and focus intention techniques as part of your support base. And I'm speaking from experience. This is a great, these two are great focus tools. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Okay, let's break, first of all, let's break down focus intention techniques. Step number one, you're analyzing the situation. Number two, or step number two, you're identifying the core problem. Step number three, define the audience or your audience. Okay. Step number four, develop communication objectives or goals or what it is that you want. Develop those communication skills. Step number five, determine the key promise and support points. Step number six, define your strategic approach. So how are you going to go about getting what you want and what you need? The last step in the focus intention technique is to match communication approach to identified motivation barrier. Okay. In other words, what's standing in your way? Who's standing in your way? Most of the time, the who is ourselves. Okay. So match communication approach. How are you communicating what you need and what you want? You match that to identified motivation barrier. Okay. Do you lack motivation? Okay. Identified motivation. What's motivating you? Or sometimes the motivation can be the barrier. And that, in other words, that's like biting off more than you can chew. This is not to discourage you. I'm just saying, sometimes we have to be very realistic. Often we have to be very realistic 
about what we need and what we want in a relationship. Case in point, when you choose to manage your expectations when it comes to the narcissist relationship, this is very key. So identify motivation barrier plays a real part here. Do you expect the narcissist to communicate what they need and what they want to you very clearly? That can be an identified motivation barrier when you don't, what, manage your expectations. In other words, you cannot change the narcissist. That is a great way of managing your expectations. You don't expect them to behave or to feel or to think what you want. So if you don't manage your expectation, that can be an identified motivation barrier. Okay. So regardless of your communication skills, when it comes to expressing what you want, are you managing your expectations of the narcissist or the relationship with the narcissist? Okay, let's move on. All right. Next tool, bond with others who have proven to be trustworthy. Place yourself at the top of that trustworthy list. Give yourself permission to thrive forward past narcissistic abuse, first by prioritizing your values, desires, and needs. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. Okay, the last tool. Remember that your life has purpose. Cluster B personality types, rather some cluster B personality types, only see themselves as winning at the expense of others. Therefore, he or she see others as property with the only purpose of providing them narcissistic supply until they are done with them. Okay, so this is where the discard comes in. And very often I think about when I, when I look at this tool right here, I think about, and I want to challenge you to also think about this, the narcissistic abuse cycle, which is what? When the narcissist idealizes a person, then they devalue the person. Then they move on to the discard. Sometimes they move on to the next step. And that is to attempt to hoover the person back in. Okay. In other words, starting the cycle all over again. So keep in mind when the narcissist is doing what they're doing, I want you to remember that your life has purpose, regardless of what they're doing, and what they're saying in order to obtain source supply from you. Okay. Very often the narcissist will try to gain at other people's expenses. They see them as source supply, as property or to a, a means to an end. Okay. So when the narcissist is good and ready to be done with him or her, or when they discard of him or her, try to keep this in mind. Or, or if you are a person who have experienced the discard of a narcissist, keep this in mind. Your life has purpose, regardless of what the narcissist says or does. The narcissist is going to function as a narcissist functions. Okay. Regardless of who or what is going on. All right. So, uh, try to keep this in mind. And I also want to go ahead and thank everyone who tuned in and watch this video or they listen to this video today. I'm Cassandra and I want to go ahead and also remind you that your life does have purpose. Regardless of where you are on your journey right now, remember that your life has purpose. The narcissist often will look out for numero uno. Okay. So it's about, maybe it's about time that you, you know, to give yourself permission to do the same.
In the description box below, friendly reminder, there are the references and resources. And also every week, there are new videos coming out. On the Luminous Star podcast, there are new episodes available.